0: Hey, guys, Zaid here, and welcome to Just Kicking It um, with me, as I, as I said, uh, Zaid Hector, and a couple of my nearest and dearest friends. Um, we are here to speak about the Barclays Premier League and all the updates and news that you could get um, from, from us. That, With that said, um, we are here to talk about that missing feeling that we crave, that Harry Kane laid dull, um, that Sergio Aguero screamer, and that Norwich win, um, even if your team's Manchester City. Um, we here to talk about that feeling that's been missing during these uncertain times of COVID, COVID-19. Um, with the Barclays Premier League being aired again and being back on, on TV, we, I am 120% sure that we are craving, and we can't wait to get our eyes, our teeth, our body, our soul into the first match that is going to be on friday if i'm not mistaken um so with that um nadia how are you feeling about
1: oh wow i'm just so happy that it's back it's just back to normal life i fell out of routine my weekends didn't feel the same i've been watching the same highlights over and over to the point where i could say what um celebration the player was going to make after the goal So it's just back to normal life. It just feels so amazing because, I mean, without football, you just realize how much your life revolves around football, how much you just want to speak about it. And it's just I'm so ecstatic to have this league back and to see my team lift the trophy hopefully soon.
0: You know, it's you know it's that, it's that it's that feeling, like I was saying, I was speaking the other day, I was saying that feeling. I wanna get back to that winning feeling. Um, I know that it's I know that it sounds wrong and for all the teams that were losing, but unfortunately, you know, Liverpool, you know, we can't stop winning. Yeah. So I wanna get back to that winning feeling, not just that um, that football feeling, but yeah, I, I, I missed it. I, I craved it. Storm, how about you?
2: No, I missed it more than I missed my ex girlfriend right now. But that's over sharing. Um, Chelsea is back, so I'll be seeing Tammy Abraham again, Mason Mount, and the young prodigy in coaching that is Frank Lampard. And unfortunately, I'll be seeing Mohamed Salah score for other players in FPL again. I won't be having him, so. That's the downside, although the only downside. And probably biggest upside is hearing Peter Drury again doing commentary on English Premier League football.
0: Yeah, you know, I I, I totally agree. It's it's one of the... um, one of the things, just like introduction of that of that set that last Saturday game, you know. Um, you know, I don't know I, I don't know where he finds the words, but you speak about but he's speaking about words like bombard. I'm like, who bombards the midfield? <laughs> and it's Mingole Kante. You know that bombards the world field <laughs> what, what what a word what a word and and it's and it's just those little things that you miss you know even the reactions of the managers on the on the sideline you know and jose Mourinho getting told about a foul that was that was supposed to be given by his assistant manager you know and that's the action I, I i just i just miss i just miss that now Mika, how i i how you feel with football being back man
3: uh, yeah, man. I think from 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 my side, man. Like, uh, I think as opposed to everyone's opinion here, I, I wouldn't really say I missed it. But you know, what I mean, it always helps <laughs> something having something to look at on the TV. You know, what I mean. So yeah, I felt like you know, what I mean, the world was facing bigger challenges. I'm more looking forward to how are they really going to work in terms of coming back and and, and resuming to, to to normal business outside of the football? Yeah, I see the football all great. Yeah, we're chasing the league. But that's that's the one thing I'm more interested in is how, how are they really going to work their way back to to business as usual? Uh, what are the impacts? What are the effects, you know what I mean, that, 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 that COVID really had on them? So I'd say, yeah, that's that's uh, yeah. other than that, the, the football is always nice. It's always fun. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but yeah, I think more than anything, that's what I'm really interested in really saying
0: you know I, you, you touch on that you know i was um i was just thinking about it the other day i was watching the bundesliga you know um and i and i found it funny them having that um made up fans in the in in the stands um i was even watching the i think it was the diamond league oslo running and oh, track and field um last night yeah. and they had they had these um yeah, they had these cardboard cardboard mm-hmm. fans in the in the in the in the in the stands, and I was like, I found Man. it funny. But then, but then <laughs> I actually, and then I, but then I actually realized who made the made the cardboard guys, that the plastic guys. It was actually people um, that would have been mm-hmm. there or would want to be there. It was fans outside, which is which is actually a nice touch. Um, so so that so, so that's actually something that I would actually like to look at the, the interesting the celebrations. You know, um, you know that. You know, do I go in for a tackle that that last minute 1-0, you, your team's down, it's, it's 10 minutes sure. to go. Um, does the crowd get you on? Where do they get that feeling? Um, how do they get that feeling that, mm. um, you know, um, to get that 1-1 or to, or to come back to 2-1 and, 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 and win that? Because we know that a lot of times, especially when you go, sometimes when you go to Anfield, you know, um, the crowd gets, gets the team over the line, you know? Mm. Um, yeah. Uh, so, so, so I'm actually so, so I'm actually very interested to to see that to you know um, to get that to see how the players react to that
1: yes most definitely I think for me especially at anfield it's gonna be quite odd to have no crowd no fans no um you'll never walk alone before the game starts I hope they at least going to put it on like the speakers just to like get the players pumped and whatever but what i was thinking about is like the celebrations do the players still feel like they need to celebrate their goals because i mean you're celebrating to nobody basically but one thing I saw um, man United, they were asking for pictures of their fans because they were making like a virtual 3D um, crowd, which is quite epic because I mean this is people I know these people who buy seasonal tickets and they at every match and this mm-hmm. is just their way of um, keeping the fans as part of um, the crowd during this time. but to me I just it's it's quite a weird. A weird thing watching a game and there's no one there you feel like you're at your local um sunday football match when there's like four people in the crowd and it's the family members but um yeah it's just it's very weird but i guess it's new age this is how we're gonna move forward and this is how it is for now
0: you know, a lot of people, a lot of people would say, "Oh no, we're not thinking about that. Um, we just want the football on the TV, and that's basically what, what we want to see." But then I think about, then I think, uh, like, then I think about Liverpool um, with with just three points, three points to go, um, lifting lifting a trophy um, in front of an empty empty stadium. Just, I don't know if they're going to have their families there. How they're going to be doing it. Um, you know, um, even limited staff. Um So that that's basically that's also very interesting for me personally. I would just want him to lift the trophy, but I'm I'm pretty sh- I'm pretty sure that um Storm has something to say 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 on that. So yeah, so I, I guess that feeling, you know, um because if you if you can if if you I don't know if if, if you look at the the Champions League win, you know that feeling that that that, that Jordan Henderson had with his father in the crowd, you know. Yeah, are they going to have that again? Um, so, so that's also something interesting that I also want to look at. Can you hear me? Yeah.
2: Okay. Cool. That was lagging. I'll just cut this out now. Um, yeah. So I'm going to start now. Okay.
0: Yeah, cool.
2: Um, Manchester City supporters are using that first time meme because uh, they've seen the club play football in front of plastic fans for years and celebrating in front of nobody. <laughs> of all the trophies <laughs> they won. Um, yeah, it's going to be new. Uh, it's It's going to be a different experience. Um, Unfortunately, Manchester United won't be able to experience lifting a trophy in front of nobody because they're not that good. Um, Yeah, so, yeah, it's going to be a new experience and unfortunately… Spurs and Arsenal have nothing to play for when we come back to football because it's unlikely they'll get to the Champions League places. Uh, Wolves and Sheffield do have something to play for. Uh, What I've heard all week, though, is people wondering about the clubs that don't have anything to play for. Like, for example, Brighton... um, Watford might have something to play for because they don't want to get relegated. Uh, Asin Vela definitely have something to play for. Uh, Norwich, uh, they be behind, I don't know, like six points in the relegation zone. So they might be the ones that have the most fight and have the most to play for. Um, Liverpool, thinking... Fantasy Premier League-wise, many are thinking that once Liverpool win the next game, next two games to wrap up the title, uh, they'll just sit back, uh, send Mohamed Salah to the beach where they're in lockdown, and just play the kids. And it's so a lot of ifs. What if this happens? What if that happens? So... There are lots of questions in the air, and over the next few weeks, we will find the answers.
0: Yeah, I, 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 I agree with you. You know, like a um, like I was speaking to someone the other day, and I was saying that I, 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 I'm actually surprised that the Barclays Premier League wasn't the first league to actually start because of. The money that's invested into the league, the the amount of sponsors that are that are also that are also in the league, you know, the amount of money that the clubs also, um, the revenue that the clubs also um, need, you know, like the lower clubs. We obviously know that the the clubs like Manchester City and Manchester United could handle those um, couple of months of you know not playing of of revenue because they they hit they hit numbers every every year. You know, so that, that for me is actually actually something big that um, I've been looking at over this over this past couple of weeks. Um, just reading into transfers and reading into things about how um, Spurs was actually going to the bank to make loans to actually pay pay the players. You know, um, even players going to make loans at banks. You know, just to keep up with the with the lifestyle that they are actually you know living. Living at the moment, so that for me is very interesting. It actually goes back to the transfers that I also want to um, touch on. Is the is that is this the way? Does this impact negatively on the way that clubs spend in the transfer window, or does that does that give the, the option, or is it a positive, or is the positive thing for clubs not to sell their best players? Like we, like I'm hearing, there's a rumor about Aubameyang going for twenty million and I feel like that's a bargain for he is going wherever he's going to go for a club, whoever is he, going to sign him, you know. Twenty million for Obama young, you know, that I mean that's a that's a that's a goal scorer there. That's a thirty goal scorer for thirty goals a season player there. Uh for twenty million, I mean, in this day and age you don't hear of things like that. But because of this um, pandemic, this times that we are in, you know, unfortunately a, basically just went back a couple of years Where players are now the highest player is going to go for 50 million not anymore 100 or or, you know or, or 500 million anymore how is the contracts going to be is people when they go to a new club how are the contracts going to be looked at is it going to be like okay no i want six months cover in case a pandemic like this happens again um my family and everything is sorted in case this happens again, is that a clause that is going to go into a contract? Um, I don't know. It's just, uh, it's just something interesting that I've been looking at that I've really been, um, you know, that's really been impacting on, on transfers. Um, you look at the, the Werner um, transfer, you know, Liverpool reluctant to pay that, that amount of money that Leipzig won, wanted, but Chelsea being Chelsea, you know trying to get back into the top four, trying to get back into that the, the winning, streak, <laughs> the, winning the, the winning things you know on on trying to compete on the highest level again um obviously you need to spend i mean we we we've we seen that over the years manchester city um you you have to spend sometimes to to win your biggest trophies so I don't know what you guys um guys thought is on on that but That to me is really, really, really interesting um, actually going into um, the rest of the season that we're going into.
2: Uh, Yeah, um, it's interesting actually because as you were speaking about how the contracts work, uh, I cross my mind back to this week actually beginning of the week uh, Manchester United uh, confirmed that they got a loan deal extension for Odia Nogalo oh, and no. I'm thinking we might be best placed to ask Nadia what does she think about Adam Lalana? because his contract is about to expire mm. at the end of this month uh, so would she like Lalana to stay on for the extra few weeks or move
1: move along he actually he actually signed a short-term extension until the end of the season he is an injury prone player but um it would be nice for him to see out the season and lift the trophy with us but um yeah he signed a short-term extension this week um to finish off the season with us
0: Yeah, I, you you look at you look at you look at players like that, you know, signing these um, short-term contracts, um, and 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 we touch on we touch on Adam Adam Lalana being the first person to, to to do that during this time, but um, but is that the way forward now? You know, is clubs going to be giving um, players six-month contracts or year contracts? You know, because of because they can't afford the the wages. Can they can they keep that? keep that up. I'm not saying that they, that they can't, um, they obviously clubs are actually, the clubs are businesses that run pretty well. You know, we've seen that, like I said, with, with Manchester United and Manchester city. Um, but the t-shirt sales that many, that many rely on, you know, to get a big name player to come and play for the club, get that, get that name at the back of the t-shirt, you know, sell that t-shirt off, you know, big revenue in that during this time, where people were losing jobs where people um weren't actually you know where they were where businesses was closing are we going to see a decrease in T-shirt t-shirt sales are we going to see a decrease in um people going to 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 the stadium to afford that season ticket to afford that um match ticket so so those are the things that is, is in He's actually for, interesting for me, but I'm pretty sure that it will take them a couple of months to get back on their feet. and I mean, everything runs perfectly smoothly, and we will see um, a big name like Kylian Mbappe at Liverpool again, if Nike has their way.
1: I think it's very interesting, a very interesting point that you raise in terms of like all the little things that um, the teams are making profits on. I mean, look, Van Dyke turned down um, a PSG move this week, and he's now going to be the highest paid Liverpool player at 20K a week. And you think of um, that type of commitment to him signing, going to sign now a five year contract with us. Is it going to be a five-year contract if you think of this pandemic, if you think of the things that has been happening and how people have been losing their jobs in other sectors and losing money? So it's, it's actually very interesting because, I mean, for us to go out and fork out, what, a grand and a half for a shirt of a player who's at our club for six months, is that even worth it? And yeah. how, how is it going to ha- um, work moving forward?
0: No, I I, I agree. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that um, Storm has um his, his view on that as well. Um I, I totally I totally I totally agree with you. Um actually didn't know that ben, ben Dyke actually turned down the PSG move. Wow, I'm actually happy and very really relieved. I was actually I was actually a bit scared there when you mentioned this. I was like, Wow, like seriously, our our our, our next club captain um no, no no disregard to um Jordan Emerson, eh, but you know. Um, but wow, um, that's actually something interesting. Um the, the these transfers are really going to be going really wire. Um I I feel. Um, I see that I don't know. I I keep hearing Chelsea, Chelsea. Obviously we're hearing Manchester United always in the in the thing of swing of things, buying the best players, but then they end up buying someone else, you know. So, so I'm, I'm, not, I'm not even paying any attention to, to any rumour of Manchester United. I feel like they are just a clickbait team. But if you write about Manchester United, you're going to get a click. Um, so, so, yeah, it's, 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 it's very, very interesting. I, I like this transfer. I like this transfer of um, Jordan Sancho happening. I'm I obviously very surprised that Liverpool's in the market for him can't understand why, um, can also understand why, but mostly can't, because if he does go to Manchester United, big ups to him. If he does go back um, to Manchester City, perfect for him, but then who falls out there? Um, I, obviously, Charles is not 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 in the... In the pool to buy players, you know. I mean, they. I mean, they did. They, They've shown with the with the Banner uh, and buy the Banner uh, Still, let's put it that way. Um, so, so yeah. So, I'm I'm very I'm very interested to look at that that, that Jordan Sanso move. But also um all, all the others, you know, e-sponsors like Nike Adidas, New Balance, um all these um all, all these sponsors, are they going to play a role in the transfer? You've seen that happen in the past with Ronaldo, with, with David Beckham as well. Um having influences on on the transfers. So so yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure Chelsea's not, not done yet. Um and, Pretty sure Storm hopes Chelsea isn't done, yet, Because I think a lot is needed on that Chelsea team, especially at the back there.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. I was quiet all this time because I was loading ammunition uh, for these Liverpool people. <laughs> Liverpool fools. <laughs> um, okay, just, just to be clear for you, those of you who listen to this in the background, Zaid supports Liverpool. Nadia supports Liverpool.
3: Niamh who do you support? I think that's 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 the beauty of having me here, man. Uh, you know, what I mean, I feel like English football has only now really started being really attractive football. In fact, it's only now I think over the past few years that I can really even call it football. You know, what I mean, other than that, it was just that uh, you know, what I mean, let's get the ball, send it out to the wide, cross it in, like you know, what I mean. So I feel like I can finally call English football football. You know, what I mean, over these past five years, so I don't really support any team. I'm sorry, uh, you know, what I mean, there's never really just been a team that's that's grabbed my attention. But I am, I won't lie, it's probably the I can I can finally agree uh, with the presumptuous uh, saying that happened a few years back. It is the best league in the world now. So I don't, I'm not really supporting any team, but I'm loving the football. World.
2: And just to clear up, uh, that wasn't an American accent, so he doesn't call it soccer. Um, only the idiots do. Um... <laughs> So, (laughs) now, um, you asked me about transfers. Said asked me about transfers, because I had to clarify, I do support Chelsea. So, I'm speaking about transfers from a mansion, uh, whereas the Liverpool people speak from a double story, uh, because I've got the money. (laughs) See, a year ago, Chelsea had a transfer ban and sure the reasons for the transfer ban many jokes can be made about it but it's created this reality um, where we can not against his will take Werner away from Liverpool we can look to take Kai Havertz from Liverpool And once all that is done, we can displace Allison as the pretend best goalkeeper in the world. And I'm sure you've seen our academy. We have center backs that will challenge Van Dijk next season for the best center back in the world. And not forgetting that this Premier League season is the only Premier League title Liverpool is going to win for a while.
0: That's, that's, that's very interesting that, that you have these academy stars from the centre back. Oh, hearing that David Louise is actually going back to Chelsea. Um, so that, so that's interesting, you know. I mean, it looks like he's your star centre back going back and forth, you know? um, <laughs> <laughs> selling him, bringing him back. No, um, don't leave us. Oh, no, I want to leave. No, come back. You know, so, I mean, you, you talk about this, these academy players, but I feel like um, David Luiz is probably your star centre-back. We know he's potential. He's shown it with Arsenal. So, um, I don't think he's on Van Dijk's level at the moment. Um, but we'll leave that for... Yeah, we
2: saw what he did against Brentford. So <laughs> saw what he did against Brentford. And shout out to Manchester United. I'm glad that you're choosing to sign Sancho and forget about calling Cristiano Ronaldo back from his ten-year loan.
0: <laughs> yeah, they, they, Manchester United are are, are they in a good they're in a good but bad situation. You know, they, they got a good bunch of of players, but obviously, with everything that's happening behind the scenes you see how it filters down. We've seen over the years it started it started with, I don't know, let's say it started with David Moyes, um losing faith there, the amount of um the players that they invested in, um then taking charge of dealing with transfers, you know, um when it came to Van Gaal, when it came to um Mourinho. Um those type of managers you don't you don't try to control what they need control of, you know so they are actually they're in a very good but bad situation like i say um I hope that they stay in the bad situation because I won't lie um they are looking good with a with a fresh face um in in Fernandez and i'm 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 I'm, I'm really scared that he might bring the best out of paul pogba um but then you look at a player like like Joe like like Jaden Sancho coming in, um, I'm pretty sure he will be a bigger impact than um Daniel James has been, you know. Um so to have so so to have those players and then have Sancho there, I'm pretty sure that Marcus Rashford is basically licking his lips. Um and Anthony Martial is actually looking for a other club at the moment. I'm pretty I'm 120% sure that the Man United fans would have Sancho over Daniel James and Martial anyway. Um and hope that Pogba gets back to his first place that we know um, that he was at Juventus.
1: What about the prospects of them signing Grealish from Bella?
0: I, I I like I like that I like that move, but if you look at if you look at Grilish as a player, um, he plays he plays, he gives his all and he plays for the club. He plays for the t-shirt that he wears. You could you can see it. Um, I know he plays on the wing but is but he's not a winger. You know um he's a yeah. guy that's gonna going to cut in kind of suits, suits suits man united's um play at the moment. If you if you see that the one cutting in from the from the wide, and the other one just keeping keeping wide all the time on, on on the side, kind of suits him. But I I don't know why I feel like Grealish at the moment is best suited for Liverpool. Um, not only the style, but the manager. Um, I feel like Jurgen Klopp can get the best out of um, um Grealish and take him to that to that level that he needs to be at. Um, I could say that about a lot of players in the Premier League and. And, and, and people, a lot of people could say that, but but then you have, um, you know, um, Mikel Arteta at Arsenal, you know, you have Ancelotti at at Everton, um, you have Pochettino at Newcastle now, um, that literally done wonders with Spurs. If you think about Tottenham Hotspur, they literally never bought players for the past two, two or three seasons, maybe one or two. And, and look at what Pochettino has done. I mean, he took them to a Champions League final, buying no one. So so, so we don't know where, where that is going to, going to go, especially the Newcastle team. The Newcastle ownership, very interested in that. I'm keeping my eye on that. I hope that they don't come, become a powerhouse um, like Manchester City. I am actually scared of that um, because I'm pretty sure that promises was made to Pochettino.
2: Yeah, as the kids would say, uh, Tottenham Hotspur did Pochettino a dirty, Um, taking Spurs to Champions League final, the first one they've probably ever been in, um, without buying anybody, as you mentioned, Um, and we can't forget that night that in Amsterdam, um, literally the final kick of the game and it seems them through to the final where they didn't show up so that worked for them. It will be good to see Pochettino back Um, however if he does come back as Newcastle manager I do not think he will beat Spurs in his first few games. because you'll need to get these ideas across, and I don't see Andy Carroll running around like son against Burnley last season. Remember that goal? Yeah.
0: yeah. So, um, so just looking at, so just looking at, at, at everything that we've that we've talked about. I mean, these, these, these fresh. Coaches, new coaches starting next season, um, new ideas. Um, I'm pretty sure that Ancelotti has a lot to show um, at Everton, especially his first game um, coming up against Liverpool. Um, I'm pretty sure that um, he wants to have a, a, a big say on that. Um, having that, um, I, I'm just feeling hyped, really, just thinking about everything that's going to go on, you know thinking about man united's first lose you know um the first the first game of the weekend um so 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 i'm feeling i'm feeling very hyped up about about this football um starting again it's it's been a while missed that feeling i'm pretty sure that everybody can relate to that um what would you say nadia um right now just off the back if you Think about the teams. Um, it could be anyone. Obviously, we all have our opinion. What would be your team of the season so far? Um, taking in mind that obviously there's still a lot of goals to be scored. Obviously, there's still a lot of games to be played. Um, and and obviously, the low Liverpool team can't be your team of the season. Yes. Obviously, <laughs> obviously would obviously would like, but I'm pretty sure that there's a lot of other players uh. that you. Um, have your eye on
1: um sheffield united that that is it um i'm a big sucker for football fairy tales and for teams to be promoted and to come and just show everybody that we are underdogs and we are not going to crumble under pressure. I mean, look at them. They are on 43 points. That is five points of European places. And I mean, like It's insane how much they've accomplished this season. If we look at the draws against Arsenal, Spurs, Chelsea, and United, and then at Bramall Lane, um, Liverpool and City couldn't score more than one goal against them. And it's just, it's been so epic. And I take my hat off to Chris Wilder and his boys. Um, I'm actually so excited to see what they're going to do next season. And we we never know. They might just end up in a Champions League spot next season.
0: You know, I, I, I was I was looking at I was I was looking at the log after so many times and I was like, Oh, is Sheffield United really above Arsenal? And I was like, Wow and I was like, No, this can't be I had to I had to look again, looked at the points and I was like, damn, Arsenal was really that shitty <laughs> this season. So so I hope that um for Arsenal fans, um Arsenal get a get the get the game get the game back together. Um and I hope, that, I hope that they do end up in a spot. I'm a big fan of um, Mikhail Arteta um, as a player, um, as a coach, uh, the things that he's also been learning um, under uh, Pep Guardiola. Um, so, so I'm pretty sure that, that he will be doing wonders if he keeps the team that he has, um, obviously getting a few couple of, couple of other players, if like, we all hope that the board backs every manager in the Premier League, and I'm pretty sure that every manager hopes that the board backs them at the end of the day. Um, Storm, what would you say that your team, team of the year so far is?
2: First of all, note that Nadia didn't mention that Chelsea scored two against Sheffield United. Um, <laughs> so keep that in mind. It's going to be a running team. Uh, team of the season so far, I'd go with the Wolves Uh, because they got promoted last season. Uh, They got into the Europa League places. And considering they were in the Europa League, they are in the Europa League, uh, which is a tougher league than the Champions League is. Mm -hmm. Uh, After the drop in form early in the season, uh, they got it back to being in contention for Champions League place. So... Uh, we have, haven't we haven't seen before where a club from the championship can win the championship and quite impressively, uh, and not only survive the next season, uh, qualify for the Europa League, and then the season after that have a chance to qualify for the Champions League, because uh, some might know that when. Wolves were taken over. Uh, I think it was three or four years ago. Uh, they had a project in place. Uh, whereas, the, in, within the first five years of taking over, the owners would wanted to be in the Champions League, and it looks like it's going to happen.
0: You know, you you guys took you guys took the the two teams that I was actually thinking about. Um, for myself um so so i'm actually not going to give my team of the season or or let's say let me just say my team of the season is probably going to be um liverpool you know um but i don't think that think i can or should i, I don't want to go against what you know cuz somebody on. has to vote for liverpool <laughs> what we agreed <laughs> upon you know someone has to someone has to but i'm going to but i'm going to go I'm going to go with the team that I've been very impressed with is, um, is Aston Villa. You know, they've, they, they've really played some good football. They've really played some good football. Um, if that, that That's for so far. But if this team does make the top four and they do end above Chelsea, um, I'm going to give it to Manchester United. Um, Shots fired the, even to the end <laughs> At the At the end of the At the end of the season I'm, I'm going to as much as I Dislike them I'm, I would give it to Manchester United uh, Or even Yeah, Manchester United I, I would give it to them if they, make the, if they make top four And they make the Champions League spot I would give it to them With everything that they have Been going through Um I don't, think, I don't think that anybody can relate to what they're going, going through right now than Liverpool supporters, you know? So, unfortunately, I like it. I do. But I also am very sympathetic with them um, Because we've been there, you know? We've been there. We needed a captain on the field to be Liverpool, to give us hope. You know, one player, um, and we needed that. And and right now, they're looking for that for that one player. And it seems like they 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 found a bunch, and it seems like they they found a coach. Even though first he's driving, and then he's not driving. So we don't really know who's at the wheel at the moment. You know, is he passenger or is he really driving? You
2: know at
0: the wheel? <laughs> you know, so, so, so we'll see, but I would give it to them at the end of the season if they do make top four, if they don't make it, um, I'm not going to say I'm surprised um, with everything that's happening, um, but Aston Villa definitely, the way that they've been playing, the way that um, it seems like their back's against the wall, and then you know, their they captain just comes up with duties all the time.
2: Yeah, uh, you mentioned about Manchester United needing a leader Don't worry boys uh, Ronaldo will retire in the next five years And then you can have him
0: <laughs> Okay, so so, that, so that's it from my side um, As I said, you guys Great, thank you for everybody that's been watching Thank you for everybody that liked and subscribed uh, From myself, uh, from Nadia Storm and Yameko. Um, we are the show, just kicking it Please like, share, and don't forget, next week we'll back, next week Tuesday. Thank you, guys.